Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Al. And I'm Jen. And why do you sound like the movie phone guy? Because. Oh, we just dated ourselves. But you knew what I was talking about. I mean, why not? It's cool. Yeah. It sounded interesting. It did. It did. I, I will give you that. So how you doing? I'm okay. How are you? It's It's been a week, two weeks since we've seen each other. I'm okay. I haven't seen you in, like, years. Two like. weeks. Two weeks, yeah, babe. Years. Two weeks. Yeah, years. No, it was the weekend before last, I promise. It definitely was. It definitely was. Incorrect. I'm telling you, it was. Oh, no, time is a lie, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Time is wibbly-wobbly, you know. Time is personal and also immemorial. And also probably endless. Alrighty, then. So, so, what have you been up to? Uh, living. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Indeed. Sometimes I feel like not so much, but, I'll, you know, a lot of the times it's good. Yawn. Yeah. Yeah. Anything new and exciting happening in your life? Not particularly. Just, um, been watching a lot of Shark Tank. And uh, I, I enjoy entrepreneurship. Okay. But it also makes me realize that people with a lot of money are greedy. Yes. Bro. I'm not going to say who it is, but we know them. Okay. They are pretty wealthy people. Are you talking about our... Uh, not going to go there. They are pretty wealthy people. Okay. Just had a party for someone in their family at one of the fancier places in town. Okay. Mind you, they have enough money to handle it, right? Yes. They got discounts because they had somebody in their family work there. Okay. So they got like 30% off the venue. Okay. So that's how that's how people who are wealthy do it. Oh, yeah, they yeah, will yeah, find yeah. ways to get a discount, to work the system, to uh, figure out how to not have to pay what the average person would pay. Yeah. I just find it interesting. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What were we talking? Oh, yeah. Wow. So, huh? A little burpee. <laughs> <laughs> so... Do you want to hear what happened to me last weekend? Okay. So, last weekend was the weekend of surprises. So, we ended up having to go to a surprise birthday dinner thing on Friday. And then on Saturday, we were supposed to go to the DMV, but that didn't work out because one of the fiance's nephews basically needed a ride from... Brooklyn to Pennsylvania. There are buses for that. Yeah, but he was like, help, I, we don't know what to do. I have a friend here, so if you can direct me in the correct direction, like, please. You literally take the subway up into Penn Station. 
So you phone the kiosk for help and ask them. Tell them where your where your destination is. Yes, but they had had an already bunch of misadventures from the night before, and they're like, "We just want to go home." I, I so so we said, "Listen, out. listen, no, no, no." This is gonna be a quick little okay. Go ahead. A little, little little realization go is ahead. that I was that helpless when I was younger as well. Mm-hmm. But I literally realized that with age, no one cares. And so you That's either you either, you either figure it out or hit up immediate family who will eye roll and help you. So so we didn't eye roll, but we helped. There was there was internal eye rolling, to be honest. No, no, like, no, there wasn't actually. It was uh okay, our plans are gonna move a little bit, but that's what happens when family because if you, you called me desperate go to New York? No. Okay, I'll so they're like, Oh, we just need to figure out how to get to you then. And the trains and buses to get to us would have taken them three hours to get to us Mm -hmm. because of where they were in Brooklyn. So we Ubered them from where they were to us since we were going to go to Pennsylvania anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, not a big deal. We got it. Two, Two teenagers, 18, 19 year old guys, hadn't had anything to eat in over 12 hours. So we got them breakfast. So they were howling with hunger. Yes. So okay. we got them breakfast, a drink, and and a food item, basically, to to tide you over until we get to Pennsylvania, right? So we do that. We say screw the DMV because we were supposed to go to the DMV, but that whatever plans number, change. Number, number one, any reason to skip the DMV is welcome. <laughs> the way that it used to be, yes, but now since since COVID is a thing. They actually make you do um, appointments, and everything goes pretty quickly. Okay, fair enough. So, yay pandemic for that one thing? Yes. Okay. So, we do that. We get the food. We are, I want to say, at most 10 minutes from the house, and the car starts to overheat. Oh, Lord. So, long story short, an hour later... An hour and a half later, the car is in the mechanic. I've Ubered to a, um, a Hertz uh, car rental. Hertz on it. Oh, it hurt a lot. <laughs> Rented a car. Yep. Got us to Pennsylvania. <sighs> and my car needed a new radiator. Great. But at least it's a brand spanking new radiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Little there was weapons. also something wrong with one of the, one of the the front right tire. One of the little joint thingies was worn out, and it was making the wheel very unstable. Mm-hmm. So I got that replaced as well. Mind you, the mechanic over here wanted to charge me fourteen hundred dollars for that repair a year ago. And said, yeah, you should do this immediately. I've been driving around with it with no problem for a year now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Do you know how much this new mechanic charged me? How much? For that repair? Not the radiator, just that repair? $200. $250, sorry. That's yeah. a whole hell of a lot less than $1,400. Yeah. I mean, quick math. 
Yeah. Well, I, I pulled a, a page from our mom's book mm-hmm. where this place that I picked just happened to be the closest to where we were practically stranded, mm-hmm. but they were relatively new. They had just opened like two, three days ago. And I went to the guy, like I was asking, hey, can you fix this? And he's like, sure. I was like, listen, if you perform good work and you're not super ridiculously expensive, I have no problem telling everybody I know who lives in this area to come to you for their automotive repairs. However, if you suck, I'm going to badmouth you to everyone. So you like, you were like, I will pay you with exposure. No. <laughs> no. No, because I asked him what the price was first. I asked him what the price was first. And he said around this range. And I said, great. Cool. I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't suck, I'll tell everybody you don't suck, and I'll get people to come to you. That's not a problem. Who do you, who do you know? Who lives in the area? Quite a few. I'm not saying, like, I'm a celebrity. I'm just a saying... A celebrity. Listen. No, I'm saying word of mouth is a big thing, especially for new places. And he said, no, I totally understand. I'm new. I don't want to suck. And I'm like, okay, great. Typically, <laughs> when you do, do work, you just don't want to suck. I guess. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. So when he was like, hey, you also have this problem and I can get this all fixed for you. And mind you, this was Saturday morning. He's like, I can get this all fixed for you by Monday afternoon. I was like, bet. You're like, I wasn't going to leave my house anyway. (laughs) Exactly. Go. Go. Exactly. So I got to test out a uh, 2018 Ford Fusion. How was that? actually pretty good there's some features that i like like the backup cam obviously my car is old the backup guys cams are very, i know very my old, car is so. is is a 2008 let's be real um the backup cam was nice the the fact that the bluetooth already built into the car that was nice i forgot to mention that i do have big plans continue though okay so we'll mention those in the next episode because we always run out of things to talk about okay fine Okay. Um, I may not remember. I'll ask you. Mention moving. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. But I was very proud of myself this time because not only did he get everything done and he was great and, like, I'm totally going to go to him for any repairs that I have until I no longer live in the area, basically. Yeah. Um, Like, he was good with his timeline. He texted me videos and, like, pictures of the the car and the repairs and stuff that's another thing i want to talk to you about listen okay we'll talk about that in a minute and he was he emailed me invoices to make sure that i knew every step of the way what was happening and he even balanced and rotated my tires okay nice because he's like you're here super fast yeah but it he didn't have to because it wasn't i didn't buy the tires from him it wasn't part of the original matter. service that I asked for. Yes, I understand that it's not a very big deal, but it's a little something extra that makes me feel like, okay, you but did that's, something that, extra. That's the, that's the thing, is that it's one of those services that someone goes, wow, that's actually really thoughtful and nice that they threw it in. Yes. But it's something that a mechanic can do in literally two seconds, because you literally just put it on a lift, and there's a, like a literal computer that will do everything and tell you what tire needs what weights yeah. to balance themselves out. Yeah. And then you just tech 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 and that's it. Hey. So no, I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not saying like, 
wow, dude, that's not a big deal. It's still something actually you didn't pay for. Exactly. But then that mechanics should do as a, as a practice to just yeah. throw it in because it makes the people who go to them feel special or feel like, wow, I'm getting so much value out of these visits. Yes. I'm going to continue to frequent this place. It's yes. a good idea is yes. what I'm trying to say. I wasn't well, trying to like... Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. So like... If if you're in the if you're in the northern New Jersey, uh, Clifton, Passaic, Rutherford, East Rutherford area, mm-hmm. I will totally provide you with the information from this place because it's great. Look at you trying to like honor your statements. I, because you are absolutely a local celebrity. I am not a local celebrity, but I will tell the people like all of my neighbors. I've already the ones that I've seen in the past week yes. i've told them hey i found this really great place if you need to have this is the address go there yeah i have actually i'm a person of my word words are good yeah words are good you know what else is good liking and following and subscribing and listening and being like wow that dueling club pretty cool exactly yeah you're that's right. A, that's a new thing I picked up. I kind of hate it. Yeah, don't do it anymore. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. Oh, ew. What? You did it again. What? The, the thing. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fine. I don't like it. It'll be okay. Okay. So let's get back to Harry Potter now. Don't you dare. we're in season five because this is harry potter and the order of the phoenix season five episode 41 Mm -hmm. so this is chapter 35 beyond the veil hey we're recording okay sorry i had to stop and re-record because i said chapter 36 when it's actually chapter 35 we're not professionals we're just people who you like this. You would think this. by now we would be. Yeah, no. That doesn't ever change. We're horrible. You know horrible. <laughs> so, do you want to recap first? They are in the Department of Mysteries. There are brains. They are at the Ministry of Magic yeah. in London. In the they have got, they got their cool badges. Mm-hmm. And then where do they end up? They ended up in the Department of Mysteries. That's what I'm saying. Um, looking at this thing uh, at a room full of, I don't know, tiny little e- egg thingies. No. No, the egg is Load just not glass like orbs. That's what it is. There you go. That's the way they said it. Glass orbs that Harry recognizes from a dream, um, and he spots one. Ron spots one labeled SPT to APWBD. Why has he got so many initials? <laughs> uh, Dark here? Lord and question mark Harry Potter. Yes, and then Harry grabs it. Nothing happens, and then very good Potter. Now turn around, nice and slowly, and give that to me. Dun dun dun. I didn't really do like a like a good voice for Lucius, but like you know, I was just kind of feeling. They didn't even know I was Lucius until just now when you said Lucius. About to be in a second where I say Lucius Malfoy and eleven other Death Eaters. So, (laughs) listen, spoiler for a couple of seconds on that one. (laughs) 
I wasn't feeling the the give that to me, Potter. Kind of no, thing. Well, no. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. I don't know. Uh, sometimes the voice ha- you have to feel it. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, so, so now Lucius Malfoy and eleven <laughs> other Death Eaters, including the powerful, sadistic, and dangerous. Whoever wrote this really liked Bellatrix. <laughs> Bellatrix Lestrange <laughs> emerged from the shadows. Okay. <laughs> So here's the thing. We know that she is all of those things. She is. She is, but powerful, sadistic, dangerous. But she is all of those things. Sure. Um, <clears throat> Harry refuses to give Malfoy the orb, threatening to smash it, and demands to know where Sirius is. It is becoming apparent, however, that Harry's visions were false. Bellatrix reviles Harry for being half-flipped, but Harry reminds her that Voldemort's father was a muggle, riling um, Bellatrix. Hold on a second. There is some dialogue here that is... Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Um, so, he says... Lucia says, to me, Potter, to me, says Malfoy yet again, because Harry's insides are, are plummeting, and he's trapped, and he doesn't know what to do. Where's Sirius, he asks. Several of the Death Eaters laughed, and that's when we find out, you know, that the harsh female is there. And she says, the Dark Lord already knows. Always, echoed Malfoy softly. Now give me the prophecy, Potter. Oh, snap, it's a prophecy. What does the Dark Lord already know? I don't know. I want to know where Sirius is. I want to know where Sirius is, mimicked the woman to his left who is Bellatrix. Yes. Um, you've got him, said Harry. He's here. I know it. The little baby woke up frightened and thought what he dreamed was true. No, don't like That's the, the way she said it. I know, but I don't like it. I don't care. Said the woman in the horrible mock baby voice. See, it worked. No, it is a mock baby voice, but... Yeah, Harry felt Ron stir beside him. Don't do anything, he muttered. Not yet. The woman who had mimicked let out a raucous scream. Raucous? It didn't come out right the first time in my head. Scream of laughter. You hear him? You hear him? Giving instruction to the other children as though he thinks of fighting us. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you don't know Potter as I do, Bellatrix, said Malfoy softly. He has a great weakness for heroics. The Dark Lord understands this about him. Now give me the prophecy, Potter. I know Sirius is here. I know you've got him. It's time you learned the difference between life and dreams, Potter, said Malfoy. Now give me the prophecy or we start using wands. Like, that to me, that just sounds, now give it here before we start roughing you up. The thing is, is that in any other context, that sounds so lame. Yeah. But then it's like, but Bellatrix is there, and I'm like a little scared. Well, imagine how Neville must feel face to face with the person who tortured his parents. The thing is, is that I have a headcanon that if, like, Neville were to be Cruciatus by her specifically, he would just endure it. Oh, yeah. And just, like, out of just, like, pure rage. And spite. Yeah, long bottom rage. It's a new technique. <laughs> How dare you! And just like, charge at her. Yes. Um, so, Harry says, yeah, right. I give you this prophecy, is it? And you'll just let me skip off home, will you? 
Sorry. The words were hardly out of his mouth when the female Death Eater shrieked, Asio Prof! Harry was just ready for her. He, sh- he shouted, Protego! Before she had finished her spell, and though the glass sphere slipped to the tips of his fingers, he managed to cling on to it. He knows how to play. That's what she says. I know. Oh, he knows how to play, little bitty baby Potter. Very well, then. I told you no, Lucius Malfoy roared at the woman. If you smash it... And then Harry's mind starts racing. So... So, I'm not sure who saw the 20th anniversary special for Harry Potter, but that was what one of the things that I forget his name right now, awful me. But Lucius Malfoy's actor was like, it was very hard to work with Helen Helena or Helen Helena Bonham Bonham Carter. Carter. Um, Working with her because when she got in character, like. She would just not really like pay attention to the Jason scene. Isaacs. Yes, not really pay attention. To the, she would just like giggle and just do whatever. And he's just like, there are many times I just wanted to tell her to shut, stop it, shut up. But like, that's it's who Bell- she was. Yeah, it's Bellatrix. She's just like unfiltered, like chaos almost. And can I tell you that I never remember any of the actors' names. Except for, like, a handful of the main ones. I remember main trio. Yes, them. Um, Bonnie Wright. Yes. Uh, Ivana Lynch. Yes. Um, Tom Felton, obviously. Yes. Because um, he's still doing stuff. Yeah, Richard Harris, Michael Gambon, uh, Gary Oldman. Matthew Lewis. Matthew Lewis is um, Neville. on the bottom. Yes. I was, I was me channeling Snape for a second. Alan Rickman, obviously. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I remember them very much. Robbie Coltrane, never forget. Yeah. Oh, and there's there's always, you know, um, what's her name? I know the actress's name, but it's like right here. Which one? Definitely Maggie Smith, but not Maggie oh, Smith. Oh, come on. The one who plays Sybil Trelawney. Oh, Fudge. I know her. I, I love her. I think she's funny as hell. Heck. Don't look it up. Um, Emma Watson. No, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. I, almost, I knew it was a Tom, an Emma. You're correct. You're correct. It was Emma Thompson. Because I think she's one. She was on an episode um, of, of Sorted. And she's so funny. Oh. She's got that dry British humor. Yes. I think she's actually Scottish. Ralph Fiennes. Or Welsh. Yes. She's not, like, from the UK. She's... Or... She's not from England. She's from the North. Yes. Anyway. Um, but she's... She's funny as heck. Ralph Fiennes. Yes. Uh... But then everybody else kind of... Please, if I'm incorrect, don't kill me for this. Helen McCrory? Is that her name? Yeah, I think so. I'm looking right now. Look faster. Uh, seriously? I just want to see the actress. You could have just looked up Helen McCrory and see if that was right. Actress. Helen McCrory. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of C's and R's in that last <laughs> name. Um, goodness. Who else? 
Um. I don't know. There's so many random names because I've been watching like Warwick Davis Flitwick. Flitwick, yes, 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 yes. yes. Um. But I don't know. I don't know who plays Madame Pomfrey. I don't know who plays Professor Sprout. It's so unfortunate because number one, Sprout was very good. Sprout on screen. So was Pomfrey. Yes. And it's unfortunate that they don't get like credit. I don't know who Mad- who played Madame Hooch. Uh, oh, it's Cassandra from Doctor Who. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Moisturize me. <laughs> I don't. I just don't remember her name. I don't know. It's not so unfortunate. It's not on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. I don't know the names of the people who played Crab and Goyle. I just know that Goyle looked like a gargoyle, and that's how I remember who he is. I feel so bad. I don't remember who. Um. Um. Uh. Vernon Vernon Dudley Dursley Dursley. What his name is? He was a very big British uh, actor. He's a yeah, his his grandfather is a big actor too. That's why they keep saying that they just keep having the same actor over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Like they birthed the same well, actor. The issue is, is that like um, that was one of the big people who for Daniel Radcliffe when he passed away was like most impactful because it was like he was like a fountain of knowledge and he was so giving with knowledge. And I totally forget what his name is. So awful about it. Vernon. Yeah. Richard Griffiths. Yes, yes. I thought you meant Dudley. No, no, no. I, I said Dudley by accident, but yeah. Vernon Dursley. Um, yeah. Who else? Oh, my goodness. Can't forget uh, John Hurt. Ollivander. Yes. Yeah, there's like random names that come But to like, me. I don't remember them off the top of my head. Like, if you ask me who the trio was and who played the, the, the other people, I can tell you once we get there, like, the twins... I sort of remember their names. See, the issue for me is that because I'm in so many different, like, fandoms, and especially because I'm in, like, I have watched Lord of the Rings recently, and then have decided to watch reactions to it, because I'm always very curious as to what people think of series that I like. My brain is everywhere, full with random names. Like, hey, do you know the Valley of uh, uh, Rivendell, what that's called? No. A small deer. That's great. Yeah, do you know what the elves call Gandalf? What do they call him? Mithrandir. It's it's in Elvish means the Grey Wanderer. I know random things, and it fills my brain. Yes. So anyway. <laughs> so, back to what we were saying. Cool name, Elisar, by the way. That is Aragorn's like familial name, I think, or like his uh, ancestor, something like that. Very cool name. I kind of really like that. I think when I have a son, I want to call him Elisar. That sounds sick. Don't do that. Why? I was just talking to to our mutual friend about this. Don't name your kids weird names. I'm no, sorry. No, no one would ever you know what that is. But they have to go to school with other people. Okay, and that's when people get made fun of for having weird names. Our last name wasn't enough for you? You think Elisar sounds weird? A little bit. I don't know, I like it. Mi- middle name that, then. Okay, and then you can call them by their middle name forever, like well, everybody does with me. I was going to end up calling my son Apollo, so... What's she like better? Apollo or Elisar? 
So, um, hey, remember how? Remember when Al said that Bellatrix mocked Harry for being whatever? So here it is. Harry, Harry's like, what kind of prophecy? You just Potter was Bellatrix saying that to him. Nope, not jesting. How come Voldemort wants it? Several of the Death Eaters let out low hisses. You dare speak his name? You found a half blood. No, 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 not yet, not yet. It comes it, in, a it in a second. Yeah, said Harry. Yeah, I've got no problem saying Vol. Shut your mouth! You dare speak his name with your unworthy lips? You dare besmirch it with your half blood's tongue? You dare? Did you know he's a half blood too, Voldemort? Yeah, his mother was a witch, but his dad was a Muggle. Or has he been telling you your you lot that he's pure blood? Harry said that. I love Harry. <laughs> he's like. You do realize he's also a half-blood. He's like, wow, I'm going to air this man's laundry. Like, just in case you didn't realize it. Or has he been lying to you the whole time? And um, that's when you hear, stupid. No! So Bellatrix shot a stupefy at Harry. And Malfoy deflected it. His spell caused hers to hit the shelf a foot to the left of Harry. And several of the glass orbs shattered. Two figures, pearly white as ghosts, fluid as smoke, unfurled themselves from the pavements. At the solstice will come anew, said the figure of an old bearded man okay. from one of them. We can't read the entire chapter, so... Okay, do not attack, we need the prophecy. Wait until we've got the prophecy. The prophecy contains... Hey, guess what? A prophecy about the Dark Lord and Harry. They needed Harry to retrieve it because only those whom a prophecy concerns can safely pick up the orb. Any others go insane, which makes sense because of the dude in St. Mungo's, uh, Broderick, I think his last name was. He. Yes. The uh, the idea was that he was. Wasn't it like Brody Broderick or Brody Broderick or something? I don't know. Go ahead. Um, he was enchanted, um, cursed, whatever. Basically controlled to try and get it, and he went insane. Broderick Bode. Okay, Broderick Boat. There you go. Uh, so, yes. Um, Voldemort could not risk being seen at the, at the Ministry, so he lured Harry to retrieve it for him instead, using the visions of Sirius and... Malfoy actually says, oh, so Voldemort... Uh, so Voldemort. So Dumbledore didn't tell you what this was? Okay, that makes sense why you didn't come sooner. Yep. Because it sort of explains why... Mm-hmm. The, 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 everything has happened, basically. Oh, so, and this is this is the chapter. So, go ahead, continue. Don't you dare. On Harry's signal, the DA members blast the shelves and orbs with their wands. Harry, along with the others, runs from the chamber, clutching the prophecy, chased by the Death Eaters. Harry, Hermione, and Neville enter the bell jar room, though Ron, Ginny, and Luna have gotten separated from them. Malfoy organizes his fellow Death Eaters into pairs, instructing them to search the department for the 16s. Two Death Eaters enter the bell jar room and Hermione stuns one Hold while on Neville disarms the other. Can we just talk about the fact that these teenagers have a nerves of steel? I want to say, I was going to say something else, but I, I switched it to family friendly. There's six of them. Mm-hmm. They are teenagers. They are 16 and 15 at this point. 
Well, the way you can think about it is they are being chased by adults with fully fledged guns, and they have BB guns, basically. Yeah, like. Or they have tasers. They're outnumbered. Yeah. And they are outmagicked. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. Um, as they head for the circular room, two more Death Eaters appear. Harry, Hermione, and Neville uh, veer into a side office, followed by Death Eaters. Hermione silences one Death Eater who is calling his accomplices, and Harry petrifies another. The silenced Death Eater kicks Neville, breaking his wand and his nose. Harry, Hermione, and Neville make their way to the circular room, where they find Hold Luna, on. Ginny, and Ron. So, I think we just need to point out what the reason why... Voldemort himself hasn't gone to get the prophecy because it comes up before all of this happens. He couldn't go into the ministry to reveal himself, so he had Harry do it. He actually said, "Get it himself." This is Bellatrix. The Dark Lord walk into the Ministry of Magic when they are so sweetly ignoring his return. The Dark Lord reveal himself to the Aurors when, at the moment, they are wasting their time on my dear cousin. Yeah, exactly. Again, this dude is playing chess. This dude is playing 3D chess when the Ministry of Magic is playing checkers. I mean, yeah. Okay, so I just I just needed to point that out because again, no one's going to think about it. No one's going to think about it that way. Like if you needed to get something, wouldn't you go get it yourself? Most of the time, the answer is going to be, yeah, I'm going to go get it myself. Unless somebody else can get it for me. Which is why they tried Broderick Bode to get him to get it for them. Because he worked in the Department of Mysteries. So why not have him get it for them? I mean, yeah. But, as as it turns out, we find out here in this chapter that only the people about whom the prophecy was made and about or who heard it or gave it they're the only ones who can get it yeah so just a heads up everyone if you have a prophecy made about you only you can get it oh no do people still get prophecies made about them I don't know sword and stone no they might you never know no. All right, Muggle, so, let's go. You are so cringy sometimes. Okay. This is what happens when I have two weeks worth of of energy in me that hasn't been expelled in a Harry Potter way. Go ahead. Okay. Harry, Hermione, and Neville make their way to the circular room where they find Luna, Ginny, and Ron. As they search for an exit, several Death Eaters enter, including Bellatrix, and start attacking. Harry, Neville, and Luna quickly exit into the brain room and threw it into a library of sorts. They try sealing the doors. One of the ones who was trying to get them, Harry and Hermione and whatever, actually tried to Avada Kedavra them. Yes. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Well, they're they're playing for... All, all, All their chips are on the table right now. Yeah. Like, this prophecy is the most important thing. Whether you're alive when we get it, don't really care. What does it matter? Yeah. So, um, uh, they try sealing the doors, but five Death Eaters burst in. After Hermione, Luna, 
Ron, Ginny, and Neville have been incapacitated, Harry runs for a door, tumbling down stone steps landing near the veiled arch, which they had gone to before, earlier on, when they were searching for the, pro- the Hall of Prophecies. Um, surrounded by Death Eaters, Harry backs onto the dais with the veiled archway. Neville bursts in, but is quickly mobilized and is then tortured by Bellatrix to force Harry to surrender the prophecy. Harry is about to relinquish it when Sirius, Tonks, Shacklebolt, Lupin, and Moody arrive. McNair grabs Harry around the neck and demands the prophecy. Neville stabs McNair's eye with Hermione's wand, and he releases Harry, who stuns him. Knowing he needs his hands free for spellcasting, Harry gives the orb to Neville, who puts it in a pocket of his robe. Neville is unhit by a perpetual dancing jinx. As Harry grabs Neville's rope to pull him up the stairs, the steps, Neville's pocket rips and the orb falls out and is smashed, its wispy vapors vanishing. Dumbledore enters and quickly apprehends the combatants while Sirius duels Bellatrix. As Sirius taunts her, Bellatrix blasts the spell squarely at his chest. His rigid body, body falls through the veiled arch. Harry rushes after him, but Lupin restrains him before he <clears throat> reaches the portal, saying it is too late. Sirius is gone. How dare you? What do you mean, how dare you? This is my, my favorite character. I literally coughed to cover up me trying not to sob. What do you mean? Dumbledore showed up. Yeah, too late. Dumbledore is always too late. We glossed over some things like Dalahov hit Hermione with a spell that they don't know what it is. There there were a lot of things to gloss over. Some people getting hurt. Yeah. Seriously. So so Hermione is unconscious and they don't know what the spell was that hit her. Ron was wrapped up by one of the brains. Yeah. Um, And like, it's hurting him real bad. Yeah. uh, Neville had his nose broken. Yes. So he can't actually cast any spells. And that's the reason why he dropped one of them. The, the prophecy to, because... And why he had to stab McNair in the eye with his with Hermione's wand. Yes. Because like I said his was smashed and his nose was And broken. he hurt his ankle. Like it's just a whole bunch Everyone of stuff. Everyone is just hurt. Yeah. I think the movie really downplayed how much they got hurt to not Because they all look the same. Like they look like they were just fine. Oh no, but they're just captured. No, in the book they are literally hurt. Hermione is so hurt that I think spoilers, even after this battle, she's still hurt afterwards. To to this to the point where right now I think for a week or two afterwards. Yeah. Right now, Harry actually thinks to himself, Hermione, please don't be dead. Exactly. So it's something serious that has happened. Um and it was by the, it was by the death that she silenced. Yeah. He used uh, nonverbal magic. So to they hit definitely her in don't the know. Chest yes. With a spell that literally the second she got hit knocked her out. Yes. And so. Harry, like, Neville's bleeding profusely from his nose. And he's telling Harry that he's really sorry. He didn't mean to drop it. Like, it's just read, done. Read the last paragraph. It was read the last paragraph. I know. Dumbledore shows up. Harry turns around. Um,. <laughs> the ghost of a spell. Okay, no. Okay. Dumbledore, I'm going to read this whole section because it's important. 
Dumbledore sped down the steps past Neville and Harry, who had no more thought of leaving. Dumbledore was already at the foot of the steps when the Death Eaters nearest realized he was there. There were yells. One of the Death Eaters ran for it, scrambling like a monkey up the stone steps opposite. Dumbledore's spell pulled him back as easily and effortlessly as though he had hooked him with an invisible line. Only one couple was still battling, apparently unaware of the new arrival. Harry saw Sirius duck Bellatrix, Bellatrix's jet of red light. He was laughing at her. Come on, you can do better than that, he yelled, his voice echoing around the cavernous room. The second jet of light hit him squarely on the chest. The laughter had not quite died from his face, but his eyes widened in shock. Harry realized Oh, Harry released Neville, sorry, though he was unaware of doing so. He was jumping down the steps again, pulling out his wand as Dumbledore turned to the dais too. It seemed to take Sirius an age to fall. His body curved in a graceful arc as he sank backward through the ragged veil hanging from the arch. And Harry saw the look of mingled fear and surprise on his godfather's wasted once handsome face as he fell through the ancient doorway and disappeared behind the veil, which fluttered for a moment as though in a high wind and then fell back into place. Harry heard Bellatrix Lestrange's triumphant scream, but knew it meant nothing. Sirius had only just fallen through the archway. He would reappear from the other side any second, but Sirius did not reappear. Sirius, Harry yelled, Sirius! He had reached the floor, his breath coming in searing gasps. Sirius must must be just behind the curtain. He, Harry, would pull him back out again. But as he reached the ground and sprinted toward the dais, Lupin grabbed Harry around the chest, holding him back. There's nothing you can do, Harry. Get him! Save him! He's only just gone through! It's too late, Harry. We can still reach him! Harry struggled hard and viciously, but Lupin would not let go. There's nothing you can do, Harry. Nothing. He's gone. I... I can't. I can't. I can't right now. I can't right now because this is... Nope. And he's not even my favorite character like he is yours. I appreciate him for who he is. I appreciate his character being in the series. But what the actual heck? Yeah. There are still little stars on the ceiling in here. Yep. Like there's one there and there's one there. So this room used to be our older sister's room back when she was a teenager. And it was back in the day when everybody wanted to put stars up on their ceiling. And there's still stars every every few places when you look up. You're like, oh yeah, there it is. And the reason I'm looking up is so that I don't cry over a fictional character's death. Oh, I do that all the time. Oh, I do too. But like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, there's one, two, three, four, five. Found them. Six. Found them. Because <clears throat> let's focus on something that isn't, you know, serious. How I'm sorry. It was right there. I had to. End the episode. I'm <laughs> screaming and crying, and I'm going to throw something. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. So that that's what happened. He's a woman. 
Huh? You're an evil woman. Sometimes. Evil. So that's what happened. Evil. One of our one of our beloved characters is no more. That sucks. But we will go we will go on. We will press on. We will go forward. And we will go to the next chapter shortly after this. I hate you. I love you too. Yeah. Alright, everyone. That was a pretty heavy chapter. We're gonna we're gonna stop now. Sirius is gone. I know. Okay. But love you everyone. Bye. No bye? No. Okay, what do you want to say? My wallet. About the chapter? I hate it. Well, yeah, clearly. Stupid chapter. Maybe talk a little louder. No, stupid chapter. Okay, but you still have to talk louder. Fine. <sighs> it's okay. I'm leaving. How about we just leave the episode where it I'm is? I'm leaving. Okay, bye everyone. Bye.